What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. As you listen to this, it is New Year's Day. So happy New Year to everybody out there. I know that 2024, if I had to label it and title it, I would say 2024 is going to be the year of mystery. Yeah, there's a lot of changes hopefully coming forward within our our country and our world that will be for the better. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people, when they think of the new year, the first thing that they think of is New Year's resolutions. And if you've listened to us for any length of time, you know that I think New Year's resolutions are complete bullshit. I think that people postpone things that they want to change and implement in their life, and they use New Year's as a crutch, and then ultimately they fall off the wagon um, statistically sometime in February. So in today's episode, I wanted us to focus a little bit more on habits and not New Year's resolutions. My dad has diabetes, and he has struggled with maintenance of his sugar level. His insulin has been haywire for the past couple of months, and his doctors have been making sure that he's being consistent with testing himself. And some of these numbers, he does it every morning, are outrageous. And I'm racking my brain because my dad is the type of person who does not eat a lot, He's very finicky when it comes to eating. He's very similar to me. He likes eating his breakfast and the rest of the day he doesn't really care. And, you know, every day I'm asking him, well, what did you eat? Because like 350, his insulin would be every morning. And I'm, you know, we sent him some food one night because he was having an emotional breakdown over his sugar levels. And I'm trying to educate him on how he should be eating. And every day I'm asking him what he's eating. And it just doesn't make sense to me. And we took him to the market and I'm teaching him about protein and carbohydrates, how carbs convert to sugar, where to look for the sugar on the label. And, you know, we bought him protein shakes and we're going through the market, the entire market, basically every single aisle. And then we get to a point where in the very corner of the store, there's this stand and he knew exactly where this stand was. And he says, grab me two of those. And it's these hostess donuts. And I said, when do you eat these, Daddy? Oh, I eat them every day. Mm. When do you eat them? And he says, well, when I wake up in the morning, I have three of those donuts with my coffee. And then I said, well, Daddy, I thought you ate two cookies with your coffee. And he says, I do. I eat three powdered sugar donuts when I drink my first cup of coffee. Then I get another cup of coffee and I eat two. And the cookies, I didn't really, it wasn't alarming to me because they're these teeny tiny little chocolate covered graham cracker cookies. Less, less than 75 calories in total and probably maybe less than like 12 grams of sugar for these. It's nothing in them. They're, they're small. And then it dawned on me. Okay, so he's eating powdered sugar, powdered sugar cook, uh, donuts. Then he's drinking his coffee. Then he's eating two of these graham cracker cookies. Then the story continues now. Things are being revealed. And he says he drinks a glass of orange juice. And all of this is before he goes and eats a big breakfast, which is like the most important meal for him for the day. And then it dawned on me like, wow, this is the problem, right? And the reason I'm sharing this story is because I think it's important for us to understand that while having the goal to lower an insulin level is important, right? That's a great goal to have. 
the most important part of that is the discipline that's required to be able to adapt to new habits. And I had a meeting at the bank with my dad a couple of days ago, and I was joking, half joking, about the donut situation. And I asked him if he had his donuts, and he's like, well, princess, I was going to, but then I thought of you and I didn't. And then I thought, wow, what a, what a great example of pattern interruption. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's those, those stories is, and, and Ashley had left out, like he has said he's been doing this for years. Like this has been something that has been a habit for him for a long time. And we never knew about it until just recently. And having just that that moment of clarity when it surrounds it is, you know what, I'm not going to do that today. And then seeing if there's a difference on the back end when it comes to your sugar levels, or it comes to just having that pattern interrupt to make it so you're not making those same decisions on a daily basis. And, and forever, for whatever your reasoning is, is it's finding those pattern interrupts for yourself. I think a lot of it too is having a source of accountability. I know for me, I'm very good when it comes to personal accountability and that's come with a lot of um, just self-discipline over many, many years, whether it's what I'm eating or working out or like all, having me time, all of the things it it requires a lot of practice to practice discipline that way. But in, in his instance, he could hear me in the back of his head, right? Echoing. And I think Clint, it's the same for you, right? Because there are days where, you know, I try to make sure that I do everything I can to set you up for success, but the rest is up to you, right? I can pack you a healthy lunch. And if you choose to go and, and eat out and, you know, do whatever you do when you're at work, I have no control over that. But then there will be days where you'll tell me jokingly, like, don't judge me, but I had this for lunch. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things. It's okay to do things like that, but there's a difference between making it a habit and doing it, you know, on an occasional basis. And, and I think that's like, for me specifically, I I used to eat out every day, every day. And, and just because it was the choice that I wanted to make and changing that now it's routine for me is just to eat the lunch that Ashley packs me and, and enjoy that food instead of well, let's go out or giving in to all your partners. Hey, let's go out to lunch today. Let's go out to lunch today. And and just, no, I have my lunch and keeping it at that. And I think of it too, it, it really takes a support system to be able to implement something as simple as that one small change. Because not all husbands have wives who are willing to even pack them a lunch. So then the... For example, my husband has never packed me a lunch. He would never pack me a lunch, right? That's the the opposite of the spectrum here. So then that would require me to adapt to a new level of discipline if I wanted to make that change in my life and do it on my own. It's a part of what's more important, right? A lot of people think that the the hard times are are ones that are going to make it okay to have excuses to not do those things. But really, we have to take the responsibility for ourselves when it comes to the things that we want to change in our life because it's nobody else's responsibility. It's nice to have that support and it's nice to have those assets that help, 
But ultimately, we have to decide and get super serious about those small things that we want to change. And it doesn't come down to, oh, this is a new year, new me. I hate that so much because that new year, new me, that could have started two months ago. And look how further ahead you would have been than where you are now. And when it comes to habitual behavior and new practices in your life, you could be so much further along. And you can look at it the same way. Not January, I need to start a new year, new me. But let's say that you're, it's March and something comes up for you and it's that, that same pinging over and over and over again that you want to make some changes in your life because you're not liking the way that something is going. Well, that's a great time to start. There's no reason why anybody should start before the summer so they can have a nice body if they want to look better or you know, start reading because they want to consume better content than what they see on screens. There's no reason why anybody should use a particular date of the year as an excuse to postpone any of that. No. And it, and it's, it's become just more of a societal thing as, Oh, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Well, why have to align everything to what you do personally as what other people do and fail at typically? Yeah. And I think that, again, it has nothing to do with other people. Right. And we use that as a crutch. We use that as an excuse. But it it has everything to do with me and absolutely nothing to do with anything outside of myself, not you, not the world, not what I see in the media. It, it is 100 percent me. Yeah, it's it's we need to own our own decisions in life and really break away from the traditional norms that society tells us that this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever seen that, that picture. It's, it's a meme that shows Calvin Klein's ad from like 20 years ago versus Calvin Klein's ad today. That's another big problem that we have where you see a very obese individual on the new Calvin Klein ads, and we're making it seem like we need to be you know, body friendly and accepting and know that we shouldn't be accepting and body friendly of people that are doing things that are morbidly um, harming themselves, right? Not that we need to speak up about that. If it's somebody close to us, then sure. But to, to publicize that in a way to where we're advertising that kind of behavior, I think is a, a really sick and twisted way that again, heeds into this, this notion that that is how things should be for, for me, it's not, and it, and it never will be, nor should we ever accept that to be something that's normal. It's not normal, right? It's not normal to have half-naked females that weigh, you know, I don't know, two, 250, 300 pounds on the, the front cover of, a, of an ad like that. That's not something that we should tell other young girls or, or anybody that they should try to emulate or accept if ever they find themselves in that position. Yeah, I think it's, we have set our standards in a whole other level. And, and I know the argument would be like, well, what about these women who are so, they starve themselves on a daily basis to reach the body standard that they are? No, and I get it. There's extremes on both sides. But it's one of those things you don't want to condone the surplus of of food or surplus of just unhealthiness or the complete opposite of starving yourself. Yeah, 100%. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and here's to the most mysterious year to come. And um, I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. <laughs>